Welcome to the Swim Swam Podcast. I'm your host, Coleman Hodges. Joining us today, SEC champion, NCAA All-American, Tennessee freshman sprint star. Today, we're talking to Jordan Crooks. How's it going, man? Not bad. How are you? I'm doing well. this podcast with an apology because swim swam predicted you were going to get eighth and the 50 free at ncaa's and we were wrong <laughs> we were dead wrong you got you got third is that right tied for third yes you tied for third you were yeah. 18 six 18 six yeah both in prelims and finals all right you mean in you also uh, swam a really good 200 free or sorry, hundred free at NCAAs. Um, you placed in the final eight. what did you get in the hundred free? Fifth. Okay. You were fifth in the hundred free. I mean, we, we did not do well on that prediction (laughs) at all. Uh, so sorry, Jordan, Uh, (laughs) I'm excited to talk to you about how this championship season went. Um, so let's start there. Uh, the double taper, you know, SECs to NCAAs. Can you tell me about that time period in between for you? Had you ever done a meet progression like that before? Um, no, not really. But I think the coaches did a really good job of, you know, helping us stay in process after SECs and focus on, you know, not just going to NCAAs, but going there with a purpose and, you know, trading us to not just stay in shape, but be able to perform as well at both meets. Was what do you feel like the purpose at NCAA's was uh, as opposed to I think, SECs? I think at NCAA, I mean, at both meets, we wanted to just do the best we could, and I think that's what we did. Um, I don't think we really set out exact like specifics, like we want this, this, this. We just wanted to go into it and give it our best shot, and I think that's what we did. Uh, the Tennessee section at the or the team you guys had at NCAAs mm-hmm. on the men's side at least was very mm-hmm. lively I you guys mm-hmm. were one of my favorite squads to look down from the stands and see cheering um mm-hmm. can you tell me a little bit about the team because SECs is obviously a big team event there's a lot of energy it, it's pr- it's a pretty unique meet can you tell me a little bit about the energy at NCAAs and, and what that was like comparatively um it's definitely it's definitely really special. It's an awesome group of guys, and I was really fortunate to be a part of it. Um, they're all brothers to me. And it's, you know, like you said, SECs was a little bit bigger, um, more guys. And, you know, here at NCAAs, it's not as many guys. But the guys that were there were awesome. It was great to be a part of it. And they, I think we all did a really good job of supporting each other through swims, and it made the meet a lot of fun. Yeah, so let's talk a little bit about <clears throat> your swims in particular. Uh, 50 free prelims. Um, did you swim on the, the first night where it was just the relays? Yes, I did. The medley relay, the 200 medley relay. Okay, so first, t- can you take me through that relay and just kind of how you felt, what that, how that set you up for the rest of the meet? So that was kind of like the, the icebreaker, I guess. Um, that was like the first race of the meet, so it was kind of a – Warm up, I think I kind of knew what I needed to um, work on in the individual 50 or kind of polish up. And then, yeah, it was just a little learning experience, but it was, it was good. 
what, what do you feel like you gained from that swim or learned from that swim heading into the individual 50? I think just um, getting comfortable with the pool because it was, you know, like the first race in the pool, just getting comfortable with the walls, you know, knowing where 15 is, so I don't go past it and stuff like that. So then uh, individual 50, 18, mm-hmm. six in the morning, uh, you know, you were 18, five at SECs. How'd you feel about that swim? Um, just from a technical standpoint and also, you know, you made your first NCAA final. I, I was pretty happy with it. I think there were a couple parts, like small pieces in that race that I felt I could have polished up on to get it to where I was at SECs. But overall, I was, I was pretty happy with the prelims and finals. Um, I, I couldn't really have asked for a better 53 at that meet. So, yeah. yeah. You came from the Cayman Islands. Yes, that's right. Um, Did you, were you born and raised there? Did you ever live anywhere else? I was born in Texas, but I've lived my whole life in Grand Cayman. Okay. Um, So coming to Tennessee, Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, did you have any notion of yards swimming? I'd never swam yards before my first yards practice here. Okay. So what did you, I mean, does 18.6 really mean anything to you? I, I kind of had an idea because, you know, we'd go on swim them actually and use uh, the time converter, but I never really trained yards or swam it. So all my times that I've ever swam have been short course meters or long course meters, but I was looking forward to yards because I really enjoyed swimming short course meters and yards is just a little bit shorter. So I figured it'd be fun. It seems like the most fun course yeah. to compete in, whether it's yeah. people's favorite or not, it seems mm-hmm. fun. Definitely. Um, Nice. So moving throughout the meet, um, by the time you got to the last day, the hundred free, mm-hmm. do you, do you feel like you have your better 50 or hundred freestyle? Do you have a favorite one over the other? I think the 50 free has always been my favorite event, but I think sometimes I can be a little bit better at the hundreds. Like some years I found that I perform a, bit, a little bit better in the hundred than the 50 or sometimes it might be vice versa. Like at SECs, I think my 50 was better than my 100. But at this meet, I think my 100 was actually better than my 50. So sometimes it goes back and forth, but definitely the 50 is my favorite event. Do you, when that happens, so like at NCAAs, you know, you said your 100 was a little bit better. For that meet specifically, can you pinpoint like this? I think this is why my 100 was better than my 50. I think coming off of SECs, I realized that I needed to work my back half of the hundred, like coming home a lot better. And so going into NCAAs, I was really focused on not just going out fast, but being able to hold that speed and come home with enough energy. And I think it definitely helped dropping from 41.5 to 41.1. I mean, it's not a huge gap, but I think it just thinking about it a little bit more definitely made a difference for me. Yeah. I mean, that's that. I would say that's a huge gap. I mean, 41, 41.5 to 41.1 is a, is a big deal. Um, how did that manifest itself in your preparation for NCAAs? I mean, what, what were you working on specifically in practice for those few weeks? In practice, when we first got back from SECs, it was kind of just regular practices, not really too hard, just trying to, you know, get back into the rhythm of things. And then the weeks coming into it, we started, you know, doing test sets, getting off the blocks a little bit. And so on those longer sets, we, it may be more than a 50. I tried to focus on just finishing and not just because like, I mean, 
I like the 50 free, so I can always go out really hard, but it's a little bit harder to come back that way. So I tried to just think about it a lot and, you know, kind of watch video, see where I started to not fall apart, but kind of slow down in film. And that definitely helped heading into the meet. And I, I, I love how technical you're getting with all these things. I mean, it really makes sense as to how you're able to perform like this. And so um, on that last day in the hundred free, uh, I mean, NCAAs is a pretty grueling three and a half days. How, how are you feeling that last day, just physically and emotionally? Could you feel the fatigue? I did a little bit. I was, I was a little tired, but I think just knowing that this was, you know, the last yards meet of the season for me and, you know, last, last race, last session, I think that, and, you know, leading into that relay as well, I think that gave me enough energy to just get the job done. So, Yeah. Um, and so now that that, now that the meet's over, now that your first season is over, um, have you had time to reflect? Has anything come up for you of, okay, this, I feel like I gained this from my first, you know, yard season and season at Tennessee. Uh, definitely. I think a lot of the test sets and practices we've done have kind of helped me overcome that, I guess, fear of like race pain. So, you know, you just kind of know how it's going to feel. So that fear of like, you know oh, this is going to hurt. Like, yeah, it's going to hurt, but you've felt it a million times in practice. So it definitely helps just getting up there on the blocks knowing already what it's going to feel like. You just do your, do your thing and you'll be fine. Yeah. That was, that definitely helped a lot this year. seems like a good lesson to learn. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I want to, I'd love, while I have you here, I'd love to just get a little bit of your backstory. You grew up, mm-hmm. grew up in the Cayman islands. Mm-hmm. Um, did was coming to school and competing and swimming in America always something that was on the radar for you? When I was younger, not so much, but as I got older and I started kind of, in, I started kind of specializing and I stopped other sports and focused on swimming. Um, I'd say probably around 17 or 18 or uh, about 16. I, I started to think, okay, maybe America is a place to be uh, for swimming. And I never really had a, dream school or like a list or anything like that. I just kind of having to meet the coaches here and fell in love with the program. And, you know, that was that. That was that. Uh, and so then again, you, you get to Tennessee, was it much of a culture shock for you? Just, I just, let's start with outside of the pool, just getting to Knoxville. Um, what was that adjustment like? It was, it was cool. I think, um, growing up, we definitely did a lot of travel meets to like Florida or, other places around the Caribbean. So I've, I've definitely seen, seen a bit. And, um, but it was, it was definitely new being away from home for so long, but I think Knoxville was probably the closest I've felt to home without actually being at home. So it was, it was, it wasn't too much of a culture shock. Uh, women's NCAAs is in Knoxville next year. I'm mm-hmm. excited for that one. Personally, Knoxville's one of my favorite places to go for a swim meet. I, I really like the, the that town great um, place i i agree <laughs> um so that's that's good to hear and so then in the pool um you know growing up what was training what was training at your team like um so it like i said it was all short course meters we don't have long course where i'm from and so i growing up i didn't i wasn't training as i guess rigorously as i am now I just kind of swam to swim. And then as I got older, I started to kind of focus on it a bit more and, you know, adding in morning practices and, you know, 
um, not necessarily suiting up, but, you know, racing more in practices and trying to get a feel for what racing at like a big stage would be like. And that that's kind of where I left off before I came here. Um, so let's, let's go like the year before you came to Tennessee. Um, how, how much were you swimming every week? And did so, you oh, go ahead. Sorry. So, uh, the year, but so I actually, I took a gap year after high school. And then the year that I, the year before I came here, I just kind of swam on my own and did one or two meets. Um, I think I was just, ju- just before I came, I was more focused on just trying to stay in shape. But leading into those two meets that I did in the year, I was really focused on trying to get a B cut for the last Olympics. I came up a little bit short, but um, definitely learned a lot and, you know, grew in that aspect. So um but leading into just before I came here, I was swimming more to kind of stay in shape because I knew when I got here it would be kind of starting from the basics. And that starting from the basics really helped. I also learned a lot that I didn't know before. So I'm glad I was able to start from quote unquote scratch. Yeah. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? What do you feel like you did pick up once you got to Tennessee and, and started, you know, from ground zero? I think I kind of just thought of strokes as, you know, just doing them, you know, what feels fast is good enough. And uh, when I got here, they definitely did a really good job of showing me like, or breaking down the individual strokes and showing, showing us like what parts we could work on or grow, develop, and not just giving us drills, but actually showing us, you know, what drill works this, what drill works that. And it was, it was definitely a learning experience. And I think I, I think it really helped. Yeah. And so, uh, just a little bit, once you get in further into the the season with Tennessee, um, how did, how do you feel like you handled the training load there, which I'm sure is, was pretty different from what you were used to. It, it was a little, it was different. I wouldn't say it was super hard, but it was definitely different from what I was used to. And I had to get used to it because I, I wasn't really lifting before I got here either. And so I had to get used to that as well. Um, but I think the program here was just perfect for me because they didn't just throw everything at me and expect me to know it all. They just kind of slowly worked me into it. And I think that was the best thing they could have done. Yeah. So uh, what was lifting like for your first time? Lifting, it, it, was, it was a little tough for me because I'd, I'd been to the gym before, but not on a regular basis. So it was more just kind of when I felt like it, whereas, you know, I came here and it was three times a week, every week. Um, but it definitely helped. And I started to like it a lot more and I can see, you know, I was able to see where certain exercises would translate to being better in the pool and not just hear it. I was actually able to see it in myself. So. And so then you talked about test sets. Uh, mm-hmm. Is there one that sticks out to you either in a definitely. good way or a bad way? Um, at the start, it stuck out in a bad way because it was kind of <laughs> tough. But now I, I really appreciate it, and I I can see where it helped. We would do like so sprinters would do 125s, and distance swimmers would do 225s, and we would start at say four, and then I think we went up to about 12. Um, each we start off four, and then next week five, then six, and as we got closer to invite, we'd cut down the numbers, but then suit up, and then sometimes it might be one hard, one easy. But it, it definitely got me over the racing fear barrier because just after racing the same race, like 10, 12 times, like you kind of get over the fear of it and just get the job done. 
you said 125 so is in like yeah. five lengths of the pool yeah five lengths okay. gotcha yeah. um nice i like that mm-hmm. and i i love i love the variation too that's mm-hmm. that seems pretty fun um <clears throat> so tennessee uh is always so good at secs um so can you tell me a little bit about that experience obviously you kind of blew onto our scene um at that meet you you win 18-5 you were 41 low in the 100 i'm pretty sure um what was it what was your first sec championships like it was awesome it was i going into it i thought it would be similar to meets that i'd been to in the past but i was i was wrong it was very different but in a really good way the energy was really really insane i think that just being on that team atmosphere was amazing as well and watching the women you know just take that title again that was also really cool to see so um, the whole experience was awesome. Uh, the team was great and met a lot of new people, had a lot of fun racing. So, yeah. So then, uh, looking ahead, you know, you've made it through your first collegiate season. Um, what's the plan for you this summer? Um, this summer, maybe hopefully worlds, not a hundred percent sure yet. And then we'll go from there. Just keep training, trying to get better in the gym and pool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And do you have, you know, after this first season, now are you kind of like, okay, this is what I want to accomplish next season. Have you, have you set those goals yet for yourself? Um, I try not to get too in depth, but I definitely have a couple barrier, like time barriers I'd like to break. I haven't really set like time specifics to them, like when I'd like to do them, but I definitely have some, some times that I'd like to get down to at some point. Okay. Okay. You're going to be the second man under 18. That'd be awesome, but we'll, we'll see. <laughs> All right. I won't, I won't question further. Um, I think it'd be awesome too. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> um, nice. Well, Jordan, again, I, I really appreciate you taking the time to sit down and chat with us. Uh, congrats on a great season. Do you have any thank parting you very thoughts? Much. Um, yeah. Thank you for having me. This is, this is fun. You've been listening to the Swim Swam podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swam podcast on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.